Bambi must die. Uh, Bambi must die. Bambi must die. Bambi. So this is zero COVID zealots, I assume. Well, the, this is um, they have found a massive, massive repository of COVID amongst the deer. Yes. Okay? So, so they want to massacre 30 million deer. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> Fucking schoolboy error again. Good evening, one and all. Welcome to Chasing Descent After Dark, episode nine, with myself, Ben, in the studio here in southeast England, uh, with John, the man in the van over in France, and tonight's panellist, uh, special guest extraordinaire, the wonderful, the woman who gave me COVID in a field, Annabelle. Say hello, Annabelle. Good evening. How are we? Yeah, we're good. How are you? Uh, do you want British stiff upper lip version or do you want the truth? No, well, just, well, give, just give us it all, warts and all. Yeah, give us it all. Go on, go for it. Well, if I was very British, I would say very well. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, John. How's yourself? But I'm going to say I am bored of it all. I am oh, yes. bored. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I was going to say, John, me and John have this conversation quite a lot, actually, because we're sick of talking about it. We're sick of talking about it. We like to talk about other things, and we do bring other things into these shows as well. But we just want to take the piss out of the news and have a laugh and have fun. And every time we think we're getting away from it, we get dragged back in. And it's really starting to piss us off. I mean, I don't know if, if you'll concur with this, Annabelle, but this seems to be like the longest running, most unsatisfying, I told you so, in history. It's tedious, isn't it? It's mm. It has. I'm just waiting for that moment when we step out of the shower and Bobby's still alive. <laughs> I know, and, and the world's gone mad. And I've always said, you know, if a... If a pink hippopotamus parachuted into my garden in a tutu right now, I wouldn't even, I, I would just, wouldn't even blink an eyelid. I'd just go, all right, and just go on with my day. The world's gone absolutely nuts. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has indeed. It really, really has. But, I can see Wes in the chat there. I, they say, hi, Wes. I went, I went on to some news channels today, and, oh, my God, it's a dirty job. Don't do it. No, but somebody's got. I've, it, 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 it's a dirty job. We do it so as our our listeners don't have to. Hey, uh, Annabelle, you know who our young Wes is, don't you, from Twitter? I know Wes very well. I was Wes will tell you I was his first pal on Twitter. Well, he's saying who's Annabelle in the chat. Uh, Wes is pulling your proverbials. I think he be, he better be because I I know that he knows. Who you are. Uh, Charlotte Emma UK is in the chat uh, uh, on Twitch. Says, who invited Maximus in the background, Annabelle? Ma oh, Maximus. I love <laughs> you. I do love Maximus. Charlotte, I love you. Uh, I, I, I love everybody except the people I don't love. How are we all this evening uh, in the chat? I hope you're all good. Now, the way that this works is that uh, we, we, we listen to John. John gives us a list uh, and uh, we start talking about shit. Anna, Annabelle, my, my apologies. We don't want to conflate you with any uh, fake journalists. Um, 
Anna. No, not Anna. No. Uh, not 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 uh, not not Anna. Uh, and your surname definitely does not rhyme with trees. Um, <laughs> that's that's true. But um, John, off you go. Item one on the list: Freedom Day two. What do we think of it so far? I'm going to chuck that one over to you, Annabelle. Have you been out? Have you been outside? I have been outside. Um, And I'll tell you what, Freedom Day 1 was pretty pants. Yeah. You know, I didn't find any balloons or streamers or have a party. Uh, I thought that was a bit of an anti-climax. So Freedom Day 2, I uh, have just been in the shop to get the essentials and uh, saw a friend of mine wearing a mask. And said, you do know you can take that nonsense off. Can I? As, sorry, I, I, oh I'm very Essex God. around here. It's like, oh, I didn't know that, innit? And she took it off. But no, the, 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 the shop was full of masks. So there is no Freedom Day. We're the, we're the people who are experienced freedom. Well, they can come with it. I mean, you've got, you've got to remember that these people have been brainwashed for nigh on two years. Mm-hmm. And and it's been pretty effective. You know. Well, Freedom Day One, where it was supposed to be cautious but irreversible, was six months ago. Yeah, I know. Remember I know. that. Freedom Day One, cautious but irreversible, six months ago, and yeah. now now we're at Freedom Day Two, already. So when's Freedom Day Three? Let's take a guess. Tomorrow. I don't. Uh, Freedom Day 3 will be round about the end of July. So you think we're going to end up being uh, reversed back into restrictions again? Maybe. They might, yeah, they might. They might. If they, They're already talking about new variants in China now, aren't they? Oh, but they're talking about a variant here, aren't they? The yeah. stealth well, Omicron. The st- yeah, that's on the list. But, I mean, stealth Omicron, my God. Have that you ever heard that so ridiculous? Yeah. Sorry? It sounds scarier than, than Delta. Stealth. No, st- it doesn't it does sound scary at all. It's like, for fuck's sake, how can you have a stealth virus that doesn't give you any symptoms? It's <laughs> like, it's like you know, oh, I've got stealth Omicron. You know, so what's your symptoms? Well, I don't have any because I've, it's stealthy. It doesn't show itself. It, it doesn't come up in tests. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a yeah. joke. It's a particularly bad joke, but the whole thing's a joke, isn't it? Whenever somebody says to me, oh, my Auntie Margaret had COVID last mm-hmm. week, I would say, did she die? And they always say, oh, no, but she, she was in bed feeling a bit rough for a couple of days. And I go, oh, right, OK. I'd, oh, that's what I'm saying about it. It's boring. It's, just, it's non-stop. It's the gift that keeps giving. Well, is it the gift that keeps on giving? Because what are we being given exactly? Well, it's a gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving to the government. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And um, uh, Wes says your favourite sound is the tram announcing face coverings in Sheffield. Huh? She's uh, she's shaking her head now. What is this? Face coverings in Sheffield? Apparently your favourite sound is the tram announcing face coverings in Sheffield. Oh, right. So that would be that would be Wesley, who's on the chat. Um, I can't see the chat, so I'm relying on you guys. Wesley used to phone me up and uh, we would be chatting away. And then in the background, every two minutes, by the way, 
Um, this is a reminder, please wear face coverings where you can. And I was like, Wesley, I, you phone me later because I can't deal with this. It was every two minutes. To phone me up, just wind me up. Hey, hold it. the Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll give you my take on Freedom Day 2, John. And Go it's, on. it's this. I'm just, I'm just like, like Annabelle. I'm just so over it. I'm oh. just so over it. I, 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 there's more that we can talk about. There's more that we should talk about, and I'm just getting so sick of it. You know, there is more, more going on in the world than just bloody COVID. Underwhelmed by it, then. Oh yeah, I'm underwhelmed because it. What difference does it make to me? What the difference does it make to Annabelle? Right, we're in England, and we're just going to be acting exactly the same as we always have done. Yeah. Okay, Doc, shall we move on? Yeah, go on then. Well, apparently the scientists at Yale have, have created a bullshit, det- sorry, a COVID detector that you can wear. <laughs> what? Right, so they, 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 they claim, well, the headline is Yale scientists have invented wearable COVID detector, okay? Okay. So it's just a small disc. Okay. And it turns out that this is fucking, this is not new. They've been okay. using this. They've been using this for years to detect environmental pollution, right? So they're now saying they can detect COVID with it, but it has to be used in tandem with a PCR test. So basically, you've got to take it off, hand it to the lab, <laughs> then get them to run a PCR and tell you how 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 um, contagious your workplace or where you've been is. So it's a fucking joke. How can the paper even print that? Oh, my God. Just, just make it stop. Make, just make, make it stop. It stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, on. that's the headline. Yale scientists invent COVID detector. No, they don't. No, they fucking don't. Uh, uh, do you know what? Also, I'm just so sick of the conflation of language, right? Because language yeah. matters in my view. Well, of course and it does. When when people say COVID test, when they say COVID detector, yeah. how the fuck can you test or detect uh, an illness? Because COVID and SARS-CoV-2 are not the same thing. And when they're testing for you, you for anything, they're testing you for SARS-CoV-2, which is allegedly a respiratory virus, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID-19 is a set of symptoms that yeah. develops within your body that may be triggered by that respiratory virus. So if you tested positive and you don't have any of these symptoms, you don't have COVID. No, Spoiler I'm... alert. We know that. And... and... And you know the the informed know that, but the great masses don't really. They don't listen to language, do they? They don't. Um, they don't listen to the nuance. Well, nuance is something that I, I guess people are being told to ignore. I guess they're being told to just forget exists. They're being told that they're not smart enough to understand. So don't burden yourself with being able to think. Are you, are you guys hearing any kind of weird audio blips and glitches? A little bit, but it's not too bad. What is it? What are you? I are, are you? Are you not on headphones, Anna? Annabelle. N- Annabelle. Uh, no. Have you got that, headphones? I've just. I, I'm not very good with tech, you know. Do yeah. you have headphones? What are you using to talk to us on? 
Are you using your uh, phone? Yes. Am Do, I a bad person? No, no, that's fine. Do you have earbuds that you could plug into it? Uh, uh, yes, that came with the, the phone. Would, is it really bad then? It, it, it's, it's glitchy. It's because we keep getting audio drops and, yeah, you hear them. You hear them all the time. You hear them now. You you probably can't hear them because you're using your speakers. But it's be I think it's because there's an open circuit there, i.e. Your, your, um, your speaker will be getting picked up by the microphone on your phone and feeding it back into See, I the... I knew, I knew this would happen. I knew this was not. St stick your earbuds on. To come on to your show because I just I don't know technology. No, you you don't need to know technology. Do you just, think I know technology? Just, just, Jesus Christ! I make this up as I go along. Just just go and grab your earbuds and stick them on the phone. Where are they? You tell me. <laughs> I don't live there. <laughs> 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 oh my god there's, there's a difference between not being good with technology and having a grasp on reality right, stop it John <laughs> anyone that knows me knows I haven't got a grasp on reality I don't, I don't know what I'm doing I'm on the phones. see if you can find yourselves. can I say something about what you were saying about this, this disc here yeah? Mm -hmm. So are we going to get to a stage where I think we're going to, you know those machines you're walking through, those metal detectors? Yeah. We're going to be like that, walking through metal detectors with these sniffer dogs. She's got the COVID, she's it's, got the COVID. It's COVID over there, and COVID over there, go get it, you stand there, fucking dogs come running at you, you're fucking... Yeah, I bet like, uh, I bet like <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and Total Recall when he yes. went through the, the, the thing. Two weeks. Right, Into see you the later. Thanks for having me. I love you. <laughs> so our guest has currently uh, gone to find a pair of earphones or a pair of earbuds. Um, Vaughn says these bloody boomers trying to figure out technological, technological things. Oh, that's Oi. very. It's not me that said it. It's no, the no, chat. We're, we're talking about the chat. Don't worry. Uh, Shalini says it's like when you're on Teams and Zoom and you have to mute. Uh, Charlotte says it sounds fine there, no glitches at all. It, see, it doesn't sound too bad down my end. I think it because we it, it's bouncing to one place and then to another place and then back to here. If Charlotte's saying it's fine, it's fine. I trust I trust this woman with my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll just make it work. I, I see. I don't care. I don't care because usually when we do chasing descent, uh, the show goes down. Uh, my the audio goes down. No, There's always it's, it's, technological problems uh, why, anyway. John. Why would someone say that I like drama? Uh, what? Who said that? I don't. The, the, the artifact in reality. I don't like drama. I don't want there to be drama when it comes. But but I'm conscious of the audio because if you're listening to an audio podcast, these things really piss you off. Well, well, worst case scenario, John, just download my feed because it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, you say that. <laughs> if I I've had talk about pressure, do you know if I drink enough, nobody gives a damn about the audio. Nobody's listening to what I have to say anyway. Uh, they are. They really are. Uh, you're lying. She's I'm lying. lying. <laughs> what do you mean she? You've Who? met me because. It 
song. It was it was Jimmy Nail. I don't want nobody else. She's lying. Right. Um, pressure pushing down on me, pressing down right, on you. Was... Did you find them though? She's gone to look. She's Again. gone to look, John. <laughs> I think so, she. I think she went to refill her wine the first time. Well, let's go back to the chat. Uh, uh, let's go back to the chat. Uh, Wes, that's not very nice, and I'm not surprised that she hung up on you. To be honest, that Wes, that's not very nice. What did he say? Where is he? He says that he did tell Anna Baru that she's old, and uh, she hung up on him. That's not very nice. Right? You can tell me I'm old all you like. It, it wouldn't be true, but you can tell me it. Shocking. Always. Uh, Vaughn says, John, yes, you are indeed a drama queen. Moi? Moi? Yes, you. I'm not the one that wears wigs and acts out all the time. Uh, I, uh, are you accusing me of wearing wigs and acting silly? No, I didn't say that. What did you say? <laughs> I said I'm not the one that wears wigs and acts out all the time. Are you accusing me of wearing wigs and acting out? Ah, well, only when you're in persona. No Usually as Jacinda or Boris. I've got no idea what you're talking about, John. I'm sure you don't. I've got no idea what you're talking about, John. <laughs> Who are you now? What are you, what are you talking about, John? What, what are you talking about? Oh, my God, she's got the box. Excellent. This is a, That's this a is box. A good start. That's good. This is a good start. You found them? I yeah. also found Smallest book of tomatoes in the world. Okay. What's with the hair, man? It's Boris's wig. Oh, mate. Oh, God. This is going oh so... Uh, this is going well. I just won't speak and I'll listen. No, no, we will just continue. No, no, carry we... on. Can you, you, you need to put your earbuds on, honestly. Please, oh my please do it. God. Please, I I've got mine in, in there. Are they not in there? They mm. don't appear to be in no. there, John. Help oh, me. Well. well, I don't know where they are. Uh, I think we should just continue the show. Yeah, okay. That's, that's what I think. So, moving on, John. <sighs> The University of he hates me. The University of Chester and Harry Potter. What's gone on with that? I know you were told to look it up, so yes, do I, tell us. I looked it up. So they've put a trigger warning on it. If you're if you're reading this book, i.e. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Right. Then you may have to deal with gender issues. <gasps> no. And sexual What's... identity. What sort of gender issues and sexual identity, John? In the Philosopher's Stone, I've no fucking idea. I don't need, I mean, neither do I, because I've, I've, I've read it. I've read the book and I can't. I have no idea where they're coming from on this, because I pretty much think it was like it was pretty much straightforward. Everybody was heterosexual. In fact, sex wasn't really a big issue because they were all too young. No, they were all children, yeah. and it's a fictional story about yeah. a kid that lives in a cupboard who ends up going to play with his wand. <laughs> when you put it like that. I mean, that's what it is. When you put it like you that. Maybe I do know where they're coming from. 
Not on this, no, because I have no idea why you would put a fucking trigger warning for sexual identity and gender on Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. So how can we do research on such a thing? We've read the book. I, 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 you what, I, I know the answer to this. Go and on, I then. didn't even know what we were going to be talking about today. Well, so I think we have a funny it's very interesting. Go on, him. Well, we'll, we'll enlighten no, us. I, no, I'm, I'm just winding you up. I don't know shit. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't even read it. I'm just winding you up. Well, well there's, there's absolutely no reason for such a warning to be placed upon uh, this book. Basically, um, what whoa, it is... Hold is, on, hold on. Artifact in reality says it's pretty gay. I didn't yeah, even get gayness from it. I didn't either, to be honest. But But let's face it. All it boils down to is this is that the youth of today that are just going into university are so emotionally fucking stunted that they have to have trigger warnings on absolutely everything. Uh, oh, my God, trigger warning? You might have to learn how to be a self-sufficient individual. Trigger warning! <laughs> right. They've got it for J.K. Rowling. They've, they've of got course it in. Yeah, yeah, well, they do. Yeah, because she's made loads of money and she doesn't kowtow to their, their narrative. No, and she's... No, she uh, she, well, she's not anti-trans, I would say. But she is, she, she, is, she is just like any normal human being who would say, right, if you want to dance around and pretend you're a fucking rainbow unicorn, that's absolutely fine, right? You do that, right? If you want to be a trans person, you do that. That's your body, that's your yeah. choice, that's your life, right? The second you start putting on me and saying, I must use your preferred pronoun, I must do as you tell me or call you what you, you tell me to call you, then I've got an issue. Indeed. How about you, young lady? I think J.K. Rowling's had a, a bit of a hard time. And mm -hmm. this is a very, very talented woman and when you look at when she wrote the books, you know, wasn't she on benefits and she was in a mm -hmm. flat and an internet calf? Single mum, I think. Yeah. Single mum. Look what she's achieved. And she's getting a, a lot of abuse, haters. I have a lot of admiration for the woman. Me too. I, I, I do too. She, she, is, she is the quintessential grassroots success story. And... Uh, we, we don't want to celebrate that in this country because nobody handed it to her. Nobody handed it to her. She did yes. it all herself. And we, we are now living with, with a generation that uh, terrifies me because they're going to be our leaders. And they think that they are entitled to everything. They are entitled to absolutely everything. Um, and they believe in this idea of equality of outcome. And that terrifies me because... When you get to a point, uh, we call it communism here in the real world, um, but when you get to that point, everybody does end up equal indeed, but they end up equally destitute and poor. I, I also think, Ben, that you can take any book and any film and any song, and if you dissect it, somebody somewhere is going to be highly offended. Oh, of course. Of, of course. I mean... I, I someone is obviously going to be highly offended by this show. Someone's going to be highly I offended by the things we say. I fucking hope so. You know I what? Kind of, kind of so do I, because uh, one of the messages I like to put across is that nobody has the right not to be offended. You don't. You don't have that right. And they think that you do. 
And, and you know, we can also kind of marry that to what they all think about this COVID situation. In that they think they have the right not to be infected with an airborne respiratory virus that's made its way to fucking Antarctic. You know it. They don't have a right not to be infected. I'm sorry, but they don't. If they want to take care of themselves and they want to take any precautions they want, they want to wear 60 masks, fucking cover their eyes in sanitizer, get 100 jabs in each arm because they think it's going to protect them. Go right ahead. It's your body. Do what you need to do to protect yourself. But what pisses me off is when they turn around and they say, hey, you can't go in that location because I want to. You're, you're, you're just a granny killer. Oh, am I? Yeah. Well, throughout all of the lockdowns, my actual granny, who's 76, was breaking the rules and was coming round my house. I know. She's not as, dead. As, we as Wesley would say, you're an Annabelle killer. Well, oh, you're still well, here. <laughs> well, no, you, 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 are, you are still here, and I have met you several times, and... Uh, what I, in fact, you were the first person to ever recognise me off the internet. Uh, do you know what? I wanted I wanted to speak about that, actually. Oh, please don't. Because I was your first fan, and I said, hello, my name's Annabelle, we follow each other on Twitter, and um, I, I watched your video about Specsavers and everything else, and you were, you were, oh, right, you're the first person that's ever recognised me from online. And I went, yeah. and that was it. And then you just turned away and you spoke to somebody else. And I thought... <laughs> no, That's a bit powerful than course. Because, but, right, I'll tell you why, right? It's, it's, a, it's, a, mixture, it's a mixture between autism <laughs> and why. nervousness, right? I'll explain it to you. Right, I'll explain it to you. So it's a mixture right. between autism and nervousness. And I just, I couldn't process it. I couldn't process it, like... And you know what? Ever since you did that, it has not stopped. Uh, even today, <laughs> in the, even today in the supermarket, an employee came up to me, said, "Thank you for everything you do." Said, "Wait there, went and got a reduction gun and reduced three whole chickens down to a pound each for me." There you go. What? Yeah, <laughs> I've never had that. I've never had that. No, but yeah. even James Mel. But People are James saying, Are you the James Melville from Twitter? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, I am actually. I've never had that. I don't yeah. get anything reduced. Do you know what? Whenever whenever we go out, but how would I anyone the... how would anyone know what you look like? Well, she 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 wanted to, to make sure it was me before she said anything. She's yeah. like, is it Yeah, is but it you? I'm I'm saying to Annabelle, how would anyone know what how you what you looked like? You don't have no, a show, do you? No, I don't have a show. So, I should have a show. I, I, I thought you were going to have a show soon, aren't you? I'm going to have a show. See, there you go. And I'm quite, I'm quite um, excited about it because yeah. you better find your fucking earbuds before you start. Mate, I've, I've got to buy so much shit. For this thing. Well, just to set up in here. No The Forest Playhill's got to on this platform. And mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Vernon Coleman has his mm -hmm. own show on the platform. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, we'd like you to have your own show. And I'm like, mate, I've got an old iPhone that I'm balancing on top of a little vase with no earbuds. 
and you want me to do my own show? And everyone's like, you need this, you need this mic, you need a, a ring light, you need this, you need, you, you need a backdrop. Like, you've got Ben. You, yeah. So this, this building really. that I'm in, this building that I'm in that we purpose-built for, for this, uh, and all of the equipment is about four grand. But you don't Great. need You don't need that. You, no, you don't, don't need, need that. that. I've, I've told you, you don't. You can do it perfectly well with your phone. You, you no. see your see your phone as it is just now. It looks brilliant, right? Can't, phone cameras are great. Yeah, you do look. You look. So wonderful. you look great. All you've got to do is improve your audio, and all you've got to do to do that is plug in a set of earbuds. That's and and honestly, I've done shows. Ben will testify to this. I've done shows no. on the phone from the front of the van, and yeah. you wouldn't have known, would you? Okay. No. Okay. John, when I tell you that uh, Mohammed that has uh, brand YouTube, he said, what I want you to do is I want you to uh, interview a few people. Mm -hmm. I've got some great yeah. people lined up. And he said, I want you to read live stream. So can you imagine me just going up to the camera? Ah, right, like okay, that? yeah, yeah. Just the no, no, there, there has to be... There, there yeah, but be. yeah, I mean, you probably want to get so, a separate device anyway. You probably want your iPad or something to do the well, live stream on. As you know, I live stream all of the time. Uh, and when I'm live streaming out on the ground, it's always from my phone. And the quality is always really, really good. And, and we're live streaming right now. Indeed, we are live streaming are. right now. This is yeah. live. No. Yeah. Yeah. I told you it was what? live. I told you it wasn't pre-recorded. I we told you it was live and uncensored. Live and uncensored. We, we don't do pre-recorded on this show because then when things go wrong, it's really, really funny. Right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Let's go to Canada. What? Can I just say, somebody told me to take out liability insurance. Do you guys have liability insurance? Do we? Fuck. <laughs> Do we fucking, do we look, do we look as if we can afford liability insurance? I can't afford it, I can't. Look at the fucking state of my slippers. Look at them. <laughs> Are these the slippers of a man that can afford liability insurance? Good grief. And he owns a gym. He owns a gym and he can't afford liability insurance. I fucking don't own a gym. It's like a millstone around my neck. It loses money every month. Anyway. Right, shall we move on to Canada? No. Yes, let's go to Canada. We're going to Canada. So, as you know, the trucker's convoy has reached Ontario. It has, yeah. And yes, the, it has. And the Premier of Canada, Mr. Trudeau, <laughs> has, has been exposed to COVID and is isolating for the next five days. Yes, he is. He's running oh, away. Very convenient. What a way to the danger zone. I mean, I, I just, that's just. Did you actually? I actually saw a, a video of him um, talking about it to the media. So this is going to have to come out in in the media now in Canada at least. And he looked really rattled. He didn't. He wasn't. Um, he didn't look his normal bullshit self. And he was talking These about people are a fringe minority. That's exactly. They don't it. they? They don't represent Canada at all. They don't. They are. are 
Justin, it's 70 miles long. Um, <laughs> Justin, may, maybe they do because they keep getting cheered on and given free food and they had $5 million donated to them. Did you have $5 million donated to you, Justin? Did you? Uh, not by the public, anyway. Maybe by your uh, your wealthy donors who want the communism. I mean, they want you to keep the country safe. Indeed. Mm. Yeah, but he's gone. He's a fucking asshole, isn't he, Justin Trudeau? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I'm sorry, but he's the biggest wet wipe on the fucking planet. You, you imagine a gust of wind would blow him over. He He's has, obviously Fidel Castro's bastard son. We he, know that. He is a bit of a soy boy, isn't he? <laughs> a bit of a soy boy. Um, um, Canada is is a free country, except for the fact that I'm I'm tyrannizing it. And then I'm uh, what's that? A convoy of people are coming to see me. Uh, um, okay, but even though I've tested negative, I've got to go into isolation anyway, so I can't see them. So somebody, somebody on Twitter said it's only fifty thousand people. Are yeah, it's only fifty thousand people. So it's 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 a tiny, tiny proportion of the population. Yes, it's not. It's fifty thousand trucks. It's one point yes, it four million people. It's fifty thousand trucks at the moment, but we yes. have trucks also from, and, from most states and in America on the way to join one, the convoy. One point well. four million people. They estimate. Is, is descending on Ottawa. That's right. So that should be quite interesting. Anyway. Very, very tasty, isn't it? Yes, it is. And and the truckers might actually get something done because they are quite literally the supply line. They are the supply line. And if you shut down the supply line mm -hmm. and, you know, shops lose goods, shelves go empty... Um, the toilet roll is no longer able to be bought. Fucking who remembers that? <laughs> just... But at some point, even Justin, <laughs> I remember. I remember my wife was my wife came into the gym with toilet roll once because she said I was in the shop and um, and there wasn't any toilet roll on the shelves, and one of the women came out the back and she goes, "I've got some toilet roll in." <laughs> If you think about I'll bring some out for you. <laughs> I, mean, it's just... I have considered going into Starbucks and trying to pay for coffee with sheets. Because it was as good as currency at that point. It really, I know. really was. It was, it was like it was like it was like the black market, wasn't it? And you know the best part about it is my, my, my aunt owns her own little cake business and therefore she's got a card to Booker's, which is a wholesaler's, yeah, right? Yeah. And they never ran short ever. No. So we just went in there. It was no problem at do, all. Do you, remember, do you remember the shortage of paracetamol? Oh yes. Okay, yeah. so I, I went to I went to the pharmacist, my local boots, it's small boots. And she said, I bought whatever I wanted to buy, and she said, We've got paracetamol. And I said, Oh yeah, give us some of that. And uh and I, I thought that was sweet. I bought that. And then what I did was I left the queue and I rejoined it again because you were only allowed one box per person. Oh. And I did an accent and I said, I would like some paracetamol. And she smiled and she, she sold me another box. And I just kept joining the queue four times. 
Yeah, I, I, I would. I would definitely like some paracetamol, please. Uh, 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 where are you from? I'm, I'm from sick. South Africa, of course. Yes, I would like some paracetamol. She said, "You're not allowed to use your boots card because I'll get in a load of uh, trouble if I'm I've, yeah. if I'm seen selling paracetamol uh, more than one box to the same customer." I said, "Right, forget the boots card." Because I was looking after a lot of elderly at the time. So it's like, yeah, bring it home with a paracetamol. Yeah, it was like gold dust. It was like... Do you know what? We were, we were those people, though, weren't we? Despite the fact that I'm disabled and, and despite the fact that we, we did not fucking believe in any of this bullshit... We were the people that I was delivering people food. I was helping people out. We were the people that, that stepped in and said... Right, we'll put our money where our mouth is, so to speak, because we don't agree with this, and we'll actually go out and do all of the shit. And people were quite happy to accept that, weren't they? Yes. And yet you're a selfish, uh, super-spreading, granny-killing, misogynist racist, as Justin Trudeau says, and... Yeah, yeah well, I mean, the, all, all, all the NHS nurses and doctors last year, when there was no vaccine were expected to work in COVID wards and, and whatever without, you know, with, with, with no regard really to, to the problem that there might be an infectious virus about. And yet this year, suddenly, they have to be vaccinated before they can face the public. Why? Why? Clapping, then sacking. Clapping, then sacking. I never clapped. Were you out on Saturday <laughs> in the big rally? Who, me? Yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't. I really wanted to go, but I was um, house-sitting. I was looking after an elderly dog that had seizures. But I've been, I've been to enough protests, and I, and I watched it. I watched what was going on, and uh, it looked like it was really good. And, and I tell you what, Ben, when I saw that image of all the nurses' uniforms on those steps, I, I tell you what, it took my breath away, man. It took my breath man, away. I was there, right? And... I didn't expect a turnout at all. I, I was even saying on the show the night before, I didn't think many people would yeah. turn up purely because he'd announced the end of Plan B, right? Yep. Yeah. So I didn't think many people... Uh, the atmosphere, the turnout... It's one. It, there must have been 100,000-plus people there. There must have been. And there, I kept getting messages. Uh, we can't find you. We can't see you. Where are you? Uh, uh, and if it was a small crowd, surely... I'm always rocking around on a mobility scooter, camera in the air, wearing some kind of high-vis jacket that says press on it. And if people weren't seeing me in that crowd, then that crowd was huge. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there was any dispute that there was a good turnout. And uh, no, apart from um, maybe the MSM. Oh yeah, that what the article in the mail that I covered on my channel said few that hundred. a few dozen, a few dozen NHS workers yeah. were were joined by uh, over one thousand anti-vaxxers. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't, I don't really like the way that the MSN target people as anti-vaxxers when there's well, no evidence to no say meaning. they are. It has no meaning. Yeah. You say there's no evidence to say they are. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, it doesn't well, it, mean it anything. Doesn't. It's just a. It, it's like a conspiracy theorist who've well, been, like, uh, who've been nothing but proven right over the last two years. Yeah, but it but it's like as contentious as this sounds. It, it's terms like racist and sexist. Yeah. They have no meaning anymore because no. they've just been used to death. 
to the point that you, mm-hmm. you, you, when, when you hear somebody called a racist, anybody with a brain now goes, is he though? Yeah. You know what I mean? The, yeah. And, 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 and those, there also, those, there were also a lot of people at that protest, then, uh, you know, and put their uniform down that were jabbed, that are oh, yeah. standing in with the unvaccinated, as we've seen in France and Italy as well. A lot of people are, are standing, who are, who are vaccinated with their passports, standing with the unjabbed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think I said to you before, Annabelle, that I've been, obviously I've been to tons of these and I've, I speak to people. It's what I do. And the amount of people that are double and now triple vaccinated, not just through the NHS workers, but through the marches in general, you would be mm-hmm. shocked how many are. There are loads of them. And because it's not about that, it's not about a vaccine. It's not about a jab for most of these people. It's about saying, leave us the fuck alone. Okay, we can take our own risks and we can mitigate our own sort of health. And and I I mean, we were getting at it earlier, right? If we are now so-called responsible for everybody's health, I'm responsible for your health. Therefore, I must do this for you. Um, so let's go shopping together, Annabelle. And uh, any time you put something in the, uh, the basket or the trolley, I think is unhealthy. I'm just going to take it out and put it back on the shelf because I'm responsible for your health. And uh, I'm sorry, but I can't let you buy that wine. I can't let you buy that bit of cake. I, I can't let you do it because I'm responsible for your health. Uh, I posed earlier on, maybe we should all take our cars. I don't know if you drive, but we should all take our cars and go and blockade a McDonald's drive through Sorry, can't let you in here. Well, I'm responsible for your health. It's 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 bad for you. <laughs> but it's the same principle, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. on, because we've only done like four items. We keep going, yeah. We right. keep oh. going. Moving on. So they have admitted that the Vax can cause changes to the frequency and uh, severity of your periods. But they're saying that these changes are only short-lived. Well, I can tell you that's bullshit because uh, I don't know if you follow her, but there's a woman called Jen on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, She's an American woman who lives in Birmingham, I believe. And she had her Pfizer 11 months ago, and she's still having the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if a short period is eleven months. Well, I mean, um, it, it it could be it could be in the same kind of vein as short lived as in mild myocarditis. Oh um, yeah, mild myocarditis. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. uh, and my my it can cause mild death. Yes. <laughs> think how think how much worse think how much worse <laughs> off you would be if you had died while being unvaccinated. thank god he was vaccinated Uh, even though he died it could have been much worse (laughs) yeah thank thank god thank god jeff had had his three jabs i mean he could it could have it could have been worse it could jeff's dead yeah but he could have been worse dead yeah yeah i I just i just love the fact that you two have spoken about periods Uh between yourself and never once asked me Who's on the no, no, you're supposed no, no. to just chime we're, in. We're, we're, not talking, we're not talking about periods amongst ourselves. We're reporting what's being said in the news. Oh, I, I know. I'm just watching going. So, so the, the next... I've got experience of this shit. But That's the true. next question is, the next question is, if it's affecting your period, 
is, let, let the young lady try injure. No, no, well, hold on. The question is, if it is affecting your period, is there a possibility that it could be affecting fertility? John, um, of course I... it is. Of course it is. Yeah. And I'm not going to name well, names, just... but somebody I know very, very well got into a relationship with a chap. He lied because he liked the girl and knew she was anti anti-vax. Oh, he and said he else. hadn't been vaxxed. Said he hadn't been vaxxed. They got into a, an intimate relationship and ooh la la and all that stuff. And uh, she's now having three periods a month. What? Because, right, so what happened was... Three periods got, a month? Bloody hell. After the intimate, he said, look, I lied to you, sweetheart. I have been vaxxed. So whatever's going on in his body, if they're if they're getting ooh la la, it's it's then happening to her body. Three periods in one month. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you say it's temporary or it's short term. That that's not healthy and it's not right. And uh, of course, we're all thinking about fertility. I'm obviously you know I've been listening to the midwives, the whistleblowers of the midwives who are saying. Stillbirth and miscarriages are just through the roof. They have their yes, percentage. They are. Yeah. But with so let me let me just bring it down to a whole state of simplicity and correct me if I'm wrong here, but from my basic knowledge of gynecological issues, uh, from the fact that I have had two children via fertility treatment because we could not conceive properly anyway, right? And, yeah. um, but for my basic knowledge of uh, of a lady's period, it, it is it is the fact that if it is messed up, that is that is an effect on fertility anyway, because your cycle needs to be in in rhythm, needs to be in check for you to actually be properly fertile. Right. It does. It, it's not it's not a general rule, but usually, if a woman is as regular and everything, it is an indication of health. So an, uh, an anorexic girl or woman, for example... May not have any periods at all. ...are, are gone, and that's because the body is, is not coping and everything else. So mm -hmm. sometimes periods are indication that you're healthy. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the gender does affect fertility, but we don't well, know. Well, we, we, we don't know, and do you know what? They never did any studies on it. They never did any studies on it. <laughs> Well, they didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't have any pregnant. They didn't have any pregnant women in the trials. No, none. No, they did no but, studies on it at all. But what happened was when they, when they initially released the jab, they um they, they did apply it to pregnant women, mainly healthcare workers. Yes. And that's when we started to see the spike in stillborns and spontaneous abortions. And you know what? It's really, really, really fucking sad. And what, what mm -hmm. makes it even sadder is that they're still not even acknowledging that this, these things are happening. I mean, there's just so much they're not acknowledging that's yeah. happening. Like the sports people that keep dropping down on the fields, right? Now, let's not say that. Let's let's not say it's the jab, right? Even though Occam's razor says it mm -hmm. probably fucking is. But let's not say it's, it is. But let's actually get to a point in society where we can actually admit something is happening. Because every time you point it out, they go, oh, that's normal. That's normal. That happens all the time. It's just 
Yeah. No, it fucking doesn't. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, look at look at the adverts for the normalising young kids having heart attacks and strokes. Oh my god! Uh-huh. You know that's just crazy. John, John, did you see the article where um, babies are now being born born with uh, heart inflammation and uh, yeah. myocardial? Due to climate change. Oh, yeah, yes, climate change. Babies being born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I saw that one. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. and, and, and the thing is, that that's just nonsense because climate's been changing since as long as we've been around. So, so why has it never happened before? Man. I mean, it's just crazy. Right, hey, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Bambi must die. Uh, Bambi must die. Bambi must die. Bambi. So this is zero COVID zealots, I assume. Well, this is um, they have found a massive, massive repository of COVID amongst the deer. Yes. Okay? So, so they want to massacre 30 million deer. Well, that's the only way. So, it, so basically, let, let me, let me. Let me tell you this. So, so the zero COVID zealots, okay, mm-hmm. you know, the independent sages and the like yep. that want to get to zero COVID, uh, have not taken into account the fact that these uh, these respiratory viruses have animal reservoirs, so they can jump into animals as well. Dogs can test positive, the tiger at the zoo, the deers can test positive. And so the only way to get to zero COVID is to start slaughtering all of the animals. And that is basically, I guess, what they are now advocating. Well, yeah, they're advocating that they want to cull 30 million deer, which is I mean, just ridiculous. I mean, how could you even think about going about that? Well, that's I, madness. I, I'm just saying we're all having fucking venison for a while. That's all 30 I'm saying. 30 fucking million deer. <laughs> you just can't cope with I that. Like- <laughs> yeah, but they want to kill them all at once. It's crazy. They want to I mean, do it at once. Well, they want to kill. They uh, want to wipe them out, don't they? I mean, you need to fucking. Mean, you need to corral them in some country that's of no importance, like Scotland, to drop a nuclear bomb on it. <laughs> Scotland. It's <laughs> 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 so wrong. Well, it is so wrong, we and they are wrong. Like- where they've, they've um, killed animals in the zoo. Well, um, remember, tigers. Remember, and do you not remember when they the did the badger cull? Oh, I remember the badger cull. Remember yeah. when they, they killed yeah. they killed loads and loads, especially down south, they killed all these badgers and then found out it made they no didn't fucking... They kill that many. It made no fucking difference to foot and mouth whether they killed the badgers or not. So Spencer says in the chat right now, why don't we just make the deer wear masks? Because masks don't. Do anything, Spencer. <laughs> Take the vaccine, dears. Well, see, they, be the they, they've been doing that to the animals in, like, San Diego Zoo and stuff, haven't yeah, they? They've been jabbing the tigers with it. I, I, I mean, no. this is mental. How can this work? This is just crazy. Surely it's a human vaccine, is it not? And well, you, well, you say that because you know human antibiotics are what we give animals. Um, well, usually, yeah, out of date ones, yeah. But this, yeah, this is ones, a yeah. vaccine that's targeted towards cells. So, are we saying that the cells and animals are so similar that you can just use the same vaccine? Well, they are doing so. I assume so. 
They, they, they are literally like the lions, the tigers. They're jabbing them up. They're jabbing them up. Can I just ask a question? Mm-hmm. How many horses have died of COVID? None. Do you know why? Because they take ivermectin. Right? You better get this one off YouTube quickly. Schmiver Schmechtin. Well. That old Welsh guy. Yes, that old Welsh guy. They take that old Welsh guy. Absolutely. Right, Ivor. But, but, but no, I mean, there's so much anecdotal, at least, evidence that things like hydroxy and schmiver uh, have always been pretty, pretty good. Um, and yet they're cheap, they're generic. Yeah, but the, the problem yeah. is if there are alternative treatments, then you cannot use a vaccine on an emergency use basis. So did you know that, Anna, Annabelle? So the reason that we think that they have been suppressing these things is because the emergency use authorization for the jabs in this country, at least and in relies and in America relies on there being no alternative treatment available. So if there is an alternative treatment available, the emergency use authorization is revoked. Right. Okay. So, so we, so we've always known that they will, um, we, we know ivermectin works. We know hydroxychloroquine yeah. works. But we we know that we're told it doesn't. But we're told it doesn't work because if we were told it did work, if we were told it did work, then they wouldn't be able to use the vaccines. Not under the emergency use authorization. Right, and that that, that's where the the big cover up and the lies Mm -hmm. all all come in. And you you look at what how the media has portrayed ivermectin. Oh, it's horse dewormer. They're just conspiracy (laughs) sinful. Won a, didn't it win a Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. No, right, well, right. just so, won a Nobel so, Prize, yeah. So so basically, uh, yeah. it, it is used as a horse dewormer. The animal version of it is used as a horse yeah, dewormer. But it's right? also used for as an antiparasitic but it's, for it's humans. It's been given in billions of safe doses to human beings, and it won a Nobel Prize for medicine for Absolutely. its use in humans. And then you Absolutely. get countries like Bangladesh... Yeah. That stopped vaccinating and just gave out the old Ivor and have no real COVID problem at all. And Nigeria and the Gambia and, and countries where they've used ivermectin for a long time mm-hmm. as an anti-parasitic yep. drug. Yeah. And look at the numbers for COVID in these countries. And the vaccine, I was speaking to somebody the other day, they said the vaccine uptake is two, three percent. Well, you can understand that because these people have been preyed upon by the vaccine companies for testing their vaccines. Um, so, and, and some of the horror stories that are coming out of Africa, you know, when you dig into it, are just horrendous. You know, mm-hmm. deliberately well, giving them infertility his... treatments and stuff like that to stop them breeding. And I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. So they've got a history, but they they don't they haven't forgotten about you know that yeah. syphilis yeah and, and everything else yes and ivermectin is working perfectly grand for them and yeah the, the uptake uh, for the vaccine is low and I don't blame them and they're thriving they're doing absolutely mm-hmm. fine yeah so yeah. If, if it if it doesn't work uh, the, so if it doesn't work okay 
then what's the problem? I, this is what I don't get. Surely the the arbiter of my healthcare is me. So I should be the only one who makes the ultimate decision as to what I take or don't take for my health. Right. And surely I should be able to say, I would like to try this. Uh, even if I have to pay for it, I would like to try this drug. And if it doesn't work, fair enough. You but would think not, so. They're not letting us try it. No, no, they're not. I mean, I don't know if you know my... Uh, my COVID journey over Christmas, uh, Annabelle, but I tried to catch it. <laughs> Did you? Oh, so, you right, so I went into a household with four people who were positive. Yeah. Probably. I, I did their shopping for them. I hugged them all. Um, I gave them all kisses on the cheek. And uh, then then uh, me and my wife uh, took a test each on Christmas Eve, didn't report it because we wanted, we, we, can we catch it? Yeah. So my wife comes up positive, no symptoms. I don't. So my wife's not sick. We don't report the test. So we can't, don't have to isolate. Bob's your uncle. Fine. Right. She's fine. I'm fine. I don't come up positive. So then I spend the next week, 10 days, licking her, fucking trying my best to catch it off this woman. Nothing. Cannot catch it. Cannot get a positive test. Cannot get a positive antibody test, so not not showing antibodies, and I think that's because I had wild type, you know, the original version in March 2020, and I got a mild cough and nothing more, and I think <gasps> I know right, and and I'm the disabled one in the room with the fucked immune system, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, so I got I got a mild cough and nothing more, and I think my quote unquote immunity from that one exposure is seeing me just fine. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let's rewind, Ben. Let, let me just ask you this. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that the missus, the wife, um, even though she didn't have any symptoms, she tested positive for COVID, right? No, for SARS-CoV-2. You can't test positive for COVID. Okay, so how does she know she tested positive for SARS-CoV-2? Because we did all the lucky flows. We checked. Oh, so you trust the lateral flow test? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But we were just, we were doing an experiment for science. I exposed myself to an entire household for science. And then we tested to see if we didn't, we didn't submit the tests to anybody. So we didn't have to isolate, even if we were positive, because we fucking wouldn't have anyway, because we never do. Um, well, I say this, these are the only two tests I've ever taken in my life. Right up her proboscis and right down her throat. I don't know. Steady yeah. on. Did... <laughs> it's not that I kind am a of show. Man, you know. It's not that kind of show. No, you don't do that when you're doing it yourself. Why would you want to do that? No, you just go. No, no, John, I wouldn't do it at all. This is why I'm asking Ben a question. No, because you I would never ever. So so when I when I did this and I did it for science, right? I did it for science. I did That's it for science. Or, no, what science? I just put it, I just put the tip on the inside of my nose, right? I did the test. I just just put the tip on the inside of my nose. Oh, you, you didn't do the whole thing. Don't be no. fucking stupid. I'm not poking my brain. I'm not doing that. I like this brain. It can think well. Good. But why are you testing? Because it doesn't fun. mean poop. That well, means of course it doesn't it was, mean poop. It was an experiment. It was an experiment. And as long as you don't submit that test, 
you do as many as you like, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, because it's only when you submit them and add to the figures that do we have problems, right? So if you you could take as many tests as you want and you could come up positive and you no. could just go, okay, let's put that in the bin and let's go to the shop. And who's going to know? I'm going to know, man. So, so but I, I didn't come up positive. Huh? I, didn't, I didn't come up positive because I'm super immune. Yeah, well, I just don't. I see the tests on the side of people's houses, and I'm thinking, I, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't doing it. So I don't the, want to I, part of it. So None the only it. reason I own the tests is really is so we can drop Red Bull on them, drop Coke on them, we can test melons, and we can we can have some good fun. And normally that yeah. shit comes up positive. I'll have you know. Um, so Coca Cola, Diet Coke, Cherry Coke, Red Bull, Sprite, Orange Juice, all of it comes up positive. I'm, I'm aware of this, but I ain't putting that up my proboscis. There's so no I'll way. Just put, it, I'll just put it on the edge. Just on the edge. Just on the edge. Just, Add just, it to your nose. Just put the tap on. Just a I little bit. You dirty <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was a bad idea. Just right. put the tip on. Moving We've on. Two minutes exactly. past the 9 p.m. watershed. So, yes, moving, moving um, on, moving on. Um, oh, Let's go to let's go to the bastard son of Elton John land. Oh, the bastard son of Elton John. So, do you know who the bastard son of Elton John is, by the way, Annabelle? No, tell me. It's Nicola Sturgeon. Oh, right. Yes, I see the similarity now. Yeah. You, should see, you should see the mother. Have you seen the mother? Google Nicola Sturgeon's mother, and you'll see a oh, picture. I... Nicola Sturgeon's mother looks like Elton John. Exciting. She's a dead yeah. ringer. Yeah, dead ringer. That's why we called her the bastard son of Elton John. <laughs> love it. Anyway, I love it. So, in the land of Scotland, yes, they are now Aye. going to make some of the COVID powers permanent. They are indeed. Yes. Even even we pretendy governments don't give up powers once they've got them. No, <laughs> we pretendy governments. I like it. <laughs> It's just a joke. But Scot yes, they are Scot going to make... Scotland is the new... It's the new New Zealand. <laughs> They're going to make some powers permanent, like the ability to lock down at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So so basically the government will have the power to lock down forever. It's just not... And, it, and, and it's an unscientific, proven wrong you know, method of controlling any kind of virus. And not from just Ebola. for COVID... Yeah, I know, it's, it's ridiculous. So they are giving themselves the power to lock down over mm -hmm. any quote-unquote infection, domestic or international. So that could That's... be the flu every year. It's just a joke. A joke. Scotland, you fuck. Scotland has fuck. I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's face it. You, you're not even allowed to make... You're not even allowed in your own house to say something that somebody else might find offensive. No, that's true, under Hamza Yusuf's hate crime yeah, laws. Yeah. Uh, so if you say something offensive at the dinner table, you can end up in prison. Yeah. Scotland's fucked. Um, I'd be jailed every day. Jesus I mean, Christ. This oh. is the country where the word cunt is a term of endearment, wait, 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 wait. and they're putting how, people in prison for hurty words. How am I supposed to do this show from Scotland? Well, you're not. 
You're not supposed. No, no, you don't need to. You're in a you're in a camper van, right? So every time, every week when we're doing oh, we this show, move. Yeah. drive south of the border. <laughs> oh, good point. Do the show. I'm not and then in drive Scotland. Back. I like your you're, thinking. So you're not broadcasting yes. from Scotland. Yes, indeed. And even if you don't drive south of the border, make sure you make it known at the beginning of every show you're in the van and you are south of the border. Yeah, and use a VPN. And use a VPN. Yeah. Yep. It amazes me that this is all about health and all about the virus. And yet... <laughs> it's <laughs> not about health, though, is where... it? No, I know that. This yeah. is the one country where smoking and drinking is still good for you. It's a national and... pastime. For dinner. Oh, hello! A deep fried Mars bar. Oh yes. Well, I, 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 I mean, I, I've, I've never, I've never actually seen a deep fried Mars bar. Have you ever seen a munchie box, though, John? Oh yeah, I've seen a munchie box. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't knock the munchie box. The munchie box is. I didn't get where I am today by avoiding the munchie box. <laughs> Please tell our audience. What okay, is in munchie, a box, munchie box. A munchie box comes in various sizes, usually small, medium, and large. Small's pretty large to start with, but I think a small munchie box would be in like a 10-inch pizza box. So they tend to use a pizza box, okay? And what they do is they put chips and cheese on it, kebab meat, chicken chat, pakora, um, what else? And, And when I say they put this stuff in, they ram it. It's usually domed. Mm-hmm. So munchie boxes are are impressive. They are impressive. They're extremely impressive. They are a deep fried heart attack waiting to happen. Love and, it. And they're cheap. Oh, they're yeah, very like very cheap. Nine quid for a large munchie box. Yeah. And you could. You Do you could... get a pressure cuff? A what? Do you get a pressure cuff with it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You should, right? I mean, I've seen some of them that have got. A bit of cod, a couple of slices of pizza, then chips, oh, then kebab that. meat. I mean, I've seen some. I've not, I've not seen the ones, ones with that in it. I've seen some. But mad they do, ones. they do like a thing called a king kebab, right? So um, you know how you'd normally get a doner kebab, and yeah, it comes yeah. in a pita bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. well they do a king kebab, which is a nan, a full size nan. <laughs> 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 Stuffed with all the donor kebab meat and the salad and the sauce and everything. So you can imagine how big that fucker is. It's like, you know, it's like wrestling a salmon. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Ben's lost it again. <laughs> Half my family lives in Glasgow, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, right. So, uh, moving on, where are we? Uh, oh, France. Let's go to France. You're in France. I'm in France. Guess what these fuckers are doing now? What are they doing to you, John? Right. So, f- from this year, all new mm. cars in France have to be fitted with a black box. Right. I like- yeah, which controls well it logs everything you do so if you start speeding and going places you shouldn't be going and not authorised to do this and that then they can track you and tell you no you've been a nutty boy I'm just going to turn your car off 
So I can foresee... Well, see, France is weird anyway because nobody changes their cars. There's no use. No, car no fucker sells their cars, do they? They yeah, buy they it and they still got it thirty years later yeah. with seven hundred dents in it, just chugging along yeah. the motorway. Yeah, yeah, they do. They don't seem to sell their cars, so I can just see them just hanging on to their and on black boxed cars, and the new the new car market will just go boom. It will, and uh, also you've got to remember that. By two o'clock in the afternoon, three quarters of the nation is half cut. And uh, not that's, only. That's probably an underestimation, to be fair. That's probably an underestimation, yeah. And driving on a French motorway is just. It's, it's, it's just. It's fine in the early hours of the morning, but after about two, three o'clock in the afternoon, it's it's like Mad Max out there, for God's yeah, sake. But even worse is driving, even worse is driving on their country roads. That are they're only like one and a half cars wide, so the the secret is you just drive down the middle of the road, and when another car comes, which will also be driving down the middle of the road, both of you, <laughs> both of you continue at each other, right? At speed. At speed, and and when I say at speed, we're normally doing a hundred to hundred and ten kilometers an hour, even though yep. the speed limit's only eighty, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're charging at each other about hundred kilometers, hundred and ten kilometers an hour. We're both in the middle of the road, and at the very last second, you both jink to your right, and you put two wheels onto the grass, mm-hmm. and the other car does exactly the same, and you pass each other without incident, normally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I swear to God, when I'm driving down the French motorways in the afternoon and in the evening... They're driving between with the with the line between yeah. the lanes in the middle of their car, and yeah, I think, they well, think they're following the line. Well, that that's that's known as conflicts packet driving. Tear down dotted line. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they 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 just I don't know how people in France get a driver's license. I just don't understand. Well, it. you can get a driver's license in France without really taking a test. Mm. So what you do is you um. You get your provisional or whatever, and then you agree to only drive while accompanied for two years. Okay. And then you get your license at the end of it. So you don't have to take a test? Well, the theory, well, not really, because the theory is if you've been driving around for two years, then you'll be all right. I mean, I've driven on French motorways, yeah. and it explains a lot. Yeah. And then remember, there are also those cars, the San Permis. Yes, the San Pamis cars. Do you know so, what they are, Annabelle? No, so what's San Right, so these cars these cars are particular to France. Well, they are and they aren't, but they're, let's say they're particular to France. So it's a loophole in the French law. If you um if you only have two seats, okay, um, and you can't go any more than forty five kilometers an hour, mm-hmm. uh, you're allowed to drive it without a license. So this was designed for kids who would be using mopeds to get to school, you know, when they lived in deepest rural France. But the French thought, hold on, it doesn't specify number of wheels and it doesn't specify whether it's allowed a roof or not. So they build cars with two seats in them that only can do 45 kilometres an hour and you can drive them about without a driving licence. Wow. So... Effectively, they have become the repository of drunk drivers. Because yeah, yeah. if you've Everyone lost your license, you can drive one of these things without a sure. license. Sure. And the thing is, 
they the, go on the fast roads yeah. as well. Oh, and I, they are a terror. Yeah. They are can, a terror. Yeah, they're only they can only do forty five kilometers an hour. So you come up behind them and you're like, because everybody's hamming along at you know like one hundred and twenty kilometers an hour, and suddenly you can run a corner and there's a a, a San Permis doing forty five kilometers an hour. <laughs> yeah. But they've looked at the law and they've found a way around it. I did, I, I did know that in a, in a France that you can drive a motorbike at a very young age. Is it 15 or something? Yeah, yeah. well, a moped, yeah. yeah. Well, the, moped. the same goes for these San Permis. You can drive them as well. And the, the Swedes have done a similar thing. They've, they've found a way around the law as well because you need to be 18 to, uh, to get a driving licence in Sweden. So, so they've they've have this thing called an A tractor. So the law allows people of fifteen to drive a tractor, and for it to qualify to be a tractor, again it can only have two seats, and it must have a payload area of a certain size, right? Just imagine like a you know those kind of collapsible toy boxes. It's only allowed a payload about that size, which is kind of tiny, and it must have a towing hitch. So what the Swedes do is they take Volvo 740s, which are fucking huge, right? They force them so they can't get out of second gear, right? No. So they can't go too fast. They cut the back, they cut the roof at the back of the front seats and weld down a panel and then make it look like a pickup, but it's only got a hole about that size in it. Right, and then they put a tow ball on it, and kids can drive these things about for oh three years. But the the Swedes oh. are even more inventive because they what they do is they put they put hidden tricks into it so they can actually bypass the speed limiter. So you see them hammering about at regular speeds, and then when the police appear, you know they're down at forty kilometers an hour or whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, God damn, I do love a bit of creative ingenuity. Oh, it's good, it's good. Right, anyway, moving on, yeah. moving on. Moving uh, on. So 300,000 Brits apparently now have a hidden heart condition that's going to kill them within five years. Okay. Is there any cause for this uh, hidden heart condition well, that's going to kill them just within five suddenly, years? It just suddenly appears that 300,000 Brits have this hidden heart condition that... Um, Seems to have come out of nowhere, and um, I don't number. I don't think I don't trust that number. I think it might be three times as much as. Uh, see, it could well could be, be, but yeah. we, we we're supposed to just go. So we we're supposed to look at this article and go. Three hundred thousand Brits uh, are, have now have a mysterious heart condition. Mysterious heart condition that's going to kill them within five years. And as we know, the mortality rate for about fifty percent of people that have myocarditis just happens to be about five years yeah. but you know we, we won't we won't talk about that but no, um, let's talk about it what i would like though is john when you when you say this i would like your source is yeah well the daily... source, this, as, as ben as ben knows i always have my sources then who is the no, source no but that article you, that you just said yeah what, where from oh it was in, uh, this one was in the daily mail i think yeah, it sounded it sounded like a daily mail to me. Isn't it Daily Mail that tells us that yeah. everything's going to give us cancer? Like bacon's going to give you cancer, sex is going to give you cancer. Oh, oh you know them wine well, gums? They're going to give you cancer. See, this is the thing I don't understand yeah. about cancer, right? I, I really don't understand because, you know, like fifty years ago, 
the, the cancer rate was like one in fifty, and and for the last God knows how long, cancer research has been taking money every year, and the cancer rate's getting worse and worse and worse. What direction okay. are they? What could, what direction are they researching cancer in? Are they trying but to make it kill okay. more people? Look, it's not about the research of cancer, but about the shit that we're putting in our bodies, right? When you when you look at the when you look at items on the supermarket shelves, and when you buy things out of the freezer, something that tells you it's like a chicken breast steak, for example, when you buy it out of the freezer, chicken breast steak in breadcrumbs, there's about seventy five fucking ingredients in it, and it's all these preservatives and everything along the line. And you're thinking, why? Just give me chicken, a bit of egg wash, and some fucking breadcrumbs. That's all I really need. Um, and, and I'm quite an advocate because I like to cook meals from scratch. And I'm quite an advocate of a nice tasting meal with very few ingredients. Very few ingredients. And if one thing that you buy off the shelf that's supposed to be one part of a meal has about, you know, 15, 20 ingredients in that one thing, can that really be good for you? Especially, no. it, it may be if they were all natural food the, stuffs the nutritional but, advice i got was if if you look at the the ingredients on a packet or a processed food and it's got more than five don't buy it i i think i think and, so and, I'm, and if sugar's in the top three don't buy it sure so i'm in the chat says who works uh in and out of the nhs so he's quite disillusioned with the nhs uh, says there's a lot more cancers people living longer who would have died off plus better pickup rates but also <sighs> the sheer crap in the diet that will impact cancer rates and yeah there is just well, i mean are, are people really living any longer than they used to because you've got to remember that it wasn't so much um there wasn't so much adults dying early that brought down the average uh, life expectancy. It was the high kids infant mortality, young. yeah, because yeah, it was incredibly high young. infant mortality. So, so you have to you I... have to bear that in mind. That's not quite strictly because you you look round an old, you go walk round an old graveyard and look at the age of the people that are buried, and they're all in their eighties, sure. you know. Anyway, um, just to as, just just before just before you before you jump in. The the last thing about the three hundred thousand Brits was GB News. Actually, that's where that it was one GB came from. News. Yeah. So sorry. Carry on, please. Please do. I, I was going to say, as a young woman, so the odds of getting cancer were one in four. Yeah. And then uh, that's maybe when I was a teenager, and then becoming a, a young woman, uh, I remember it changing to one in three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're more going to get cancer and then now we're one and two yeah yeah so all the billions and billions and billions that we've raised for cancer research um it's, it's not really doing a lot is it you know they don't talk about the sugar which um well this is we, another thing that sore arms just put in the chat he's huh? just said obesity and diabetes will impact on cancer both are high risk factors yeah yeah uh, sugar and, and and sugar i mean the, the overconsumption of sugar Okay. I don't know what you're talking no, about. Cancer <laughs> absolutely thrives on it. Yeah. From one in four to one in three to one in two. This is in my lifetime. Yeah. I've raised a lot of money for cancer research in, in my lifetime. I was a Rotarian. I jumped out of an airplane at 10,000 feet. I raised oh, money I'm jealous. I, I will not give a penny to cancer research now. And I'll tell you what. Because twenty five percent of whatever you give them yep. is admin. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, how, and how, 5%? how can you justify paying like a CEO of a major charity like £450,000 a year, you know, as a salary? How can that be justifiable for a charity? It's not. It's not. It's not. Total. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and they're actually, people are, uh, and this is probably a bit anecdotal at the moment, but they are saying that cancer rates are rising in line with the amount of treatment that's going on. And once again, it has. we have to call it anecdotal, but Occam's razor, once again, Occam's razor being that the simplest solution is quite often the correct one. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway. Uh, right. <laughs> Someone... Someone tweeted today about why don't we just properly fund the NHS and um Oh for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we properly fund the NHS and just treat people properly? And I'm like, right. how much fucking more money do you need? Do you know how so much me... can, can I just say do you know how much money the NHS got yes. in 2021? Two hundred and twelve billion pounds. Yeah, and, and and you know, at any normal time, any normal given time, the NHS is funded to a tune of one billion pounds every three goddamn days. Right, so, every so three days. In twenty twenty one, not underfunded. Twelve billion pounds. I tell you what, the issue is. Fifty to seventy thousand pounds for every department getting a diversity and inclusion fucking manager. Yeah. That's what the fucking problem is. Oh, let's start stripping out this unnecessary bloke, the middle management. Oh, what's that? You need someone to make sure that your employees are ticking boxes, not that they're fucking the best at their jobs. You're gonna give them fifty to seventy fucking grand for this of public money, and then moan that the NHS is fucking underfunded 50 to 70 grand for one of those will pay for how many medications will pay for how many it'll pay for two nurses on the fucking staff that they're on but no we won't have the two nurses what we will have is uh, is uh, is is pronouns in the bio over here who uh, who wants to make sure <laughs> make sure that the boxes are being ticked yeah, yeah, I knew that would trigger Ben. <laughs> but yeah, how much more money could you throw at a failing organisation? Really, it's not. It's not a question of money. It's a question of using the money appropriately. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They've got plenty of money. They've got plenty of fucking money. Uh, I mean, I, I was speaking to a friend of mine actually, who was uh, he used to be an executive in our trust. And she told us a, a DIY job, a, a, a small renovation needed to be oh, done. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because the way the NHS works is that they have to spend their budget or that they, they don't get yep. the budget of the following year, so they have to spend it. So what they do is when a, when a renovation job, and this is my trust, when a renovation job needs to be done, they give it to the highest bidder, yeah. not the lowest bidder. And and the council, a lot of the councils work this way as well. Because if yeah. you don't spend, if the department doesn't spend all its money, it will definitely get a cut next year. So they try Absolutely. and spend at least at least as much as they've been given, if not overspend. Absolutely, and it's and then they'll 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 do this shit. They'll waste all this money. They'll, oh, we've got a hundred thousand pounds left in the budget. We better hire Betty over there to tick some boxes. You know, and then and then they'll moan that they're fucking underfunded. Yeah, 
I just beggars belief. It beggars fucking belief. I tell you what, give me the NHS budget and believe me, it'll be fucking efficient. I tell you that. <laughs> there would be money to spare. Yeah. There would be yeah. money to spare. And because Brenda, I, I tell Brenda you, who's ticking the boxes, is going to find herself unemployed. I tell you one of these other things. See if they do privatise it. <laughs> See all your nurses and doctors. Watch your wages go down, not up. <laughs> anyway. I'm just going to say no more. The science. Do you, do you trust them? <laughs> I, I've said that if my arm was hanging off by a thread, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to the hospital. I would, I would uh, just watch a YouTube video and I would try and sew it up myself. <laughs> okay, so that's a, that's a nuanced question. <laughs> do you have to go anywhere near these people? Right, right so that's the, there is a nuanced answer to that because I trust individuals. I don't trust an organisation, yeah. but I trust individuals on an individual basis. And my GP, for example... Well, my GP, my personal GP, for example, okay, I went through some shit when I was younger. I went through some real bad shit. My audience knows about it, and my GP knows about it. Um, and during the first lockdown, basically, I have severe complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And the first lockdown, well, any of the lockdowns, um, would essentially uh, be reason for throwing myself off a car park put it that way when it comes to my ptsd and that's why i do the talking and i do a lot of this stuff it's compartmentalize things in my mind and cope um and and he would call me up every week you know because he knew the situation and he would he would make sure i hadn't thrown myself off a car park essentially (sighs) and not only that um he he has vehemently advised that i don't take the treats yeah Ooh, I think um, I, I, I think uh, there was a few other there was a few other tweets about about the NHS and and one of the threads that came out was that at the initial point of contact you know if it's like emergency care or whatever that you're requiring they're actually quite good at that it's the follow up and and then the ongoing you know continuing treatment of things of, of chronic diseases that is where they seem to fall down and and let people down. Yeah, but believe me, as somebody with a chronic illness, with a degenerative illness, who's who's going, yeah, through, I, well. I actually don't allow them to yeah. to be in my life. Essentially, um, I I I only go to the hospital or I only go to the doctors if I feel like I need to, mostly because I just don't want to waste their time because other people need it more than I do, as far as I'm concerned. Because if I can just take the pills and cope, and if I can't cope. If I don't cope, it's only then that I'll step in. But I don't need to go to a yeah. GP's appointment every other week or, or every other month. I, I, I've been managing my condition for 13, 14 years now. And I think I know my own body pretty well. And I, I will only step in and get NHS intervention if I absolutely need it. Yeah. And unfortunately, there are people who would, you know, sprain their finger and go to A&E. Well, there, there always are, though. There always are. Yeah, but... Yeah, but anyway, right, moving on. Um, A father of two, aged 31, has been rejected for a heart transplant at a US hospital, Boston, because he's not been vaccinated for COVID-19. I'm going to let you you two talk about this one because I really don't want to get angry. Yeah, what do you think of that, Annabelle? As you started speaking, I thought, oh, I just, I just knew you were going to talk about that. Um, 
you know, th this guy is a young guy. Have you got his age there? 31. 31. And he is the father of, of two. two. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a wife and everything. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, you're, you're asking me to, to, to talk Yeah, I, I don't understand how any organisation that is supposed to have do no harm as its main criteria um, okay. can, can even consider not treating someone who who has a suitable case. Because having a vaccine doesn't having or not having a vaccine doesn't make you a different person or well it shouldn't should it so why would why should it have any bearing on whether you're eligible for for transplant or not so this all started with let's protect the elderly let's protect the yeah. vulnerable and as you know the average age that we live to in this country is 82 the average age of a COVID death is 83. And I've always joked and mm -hmm. said, you live longer if you've got the COVID. You yeah. live longer. You get it. You get it. So we've gone from protecting the elderly to then stopping life-saving treatment for uh -huh. a 31-year-old father. I mean, so if that doesn't wake you the fuck up, what yeah. does? Yeah. You know, that this, this guy... We are raising money, so he's got, um, excuse me, he's got a GoFundMe page. Good. Are, are donating. So, Good. Um, so, so I'm, I'm hoping there are surgeons. Well, I, I, speak to, I spoke to GP um, on the phone the other day, and hopefully she's going to, she's agreed to be on my show. She's 70 in October. Mm. She's not jabbed. She's never done a test. She's never. She won't. She won't jab anybody either. By the way, she yeah. refuses to do it, and she says, "Hippocratic oath." Yeah. Do no do harm. Do no harm. Yeah. And I'm. Where Where are the rest of you? I've spoken to a few doctors that are, you know, of that opinion. Mm -hmm. But. This 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 is evil. This is a this is a young chap. Mm -hmm. This is a young father, one year old, and we're going to let him just. I, I can't well, do you think, get my... Do you think let, maybe, me but, let me step in a minute. Let me step in a minute, because I'm 32. Let, let me say my, I'm 32. But let me say my first thing. Do you think maybe this is the first step to to normalising the fact that there's going to be a lot of young people dying from heart conditions? Maybe, but... The first step for refusing well, treatment yeah, on vaccinated yeah, people, John. Well, yeah, but if you think about it, there's going to be more and more people coming up with these problems. If if what they say is true, you've got 300,000 in Britain that are likely to require some kind of heart transplant. So you're maybe going to 20, 20 30% of them probably need a heart transplant within five years. Mm -hmm. That's not feasible. Right, okay. But what they're so saying are they, is... We're are they trying to, to normalise the, the deaths? We're going to treat the vaccinated mm -hmm. and not the unvaccinated. So we're going to yeah. treat a 90-year-old vaccinated person before we treat a 31-year-old unvaccinated person. Get lost with that rubbish. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I am agreeing with you. It's just, um, I, I, oh. I don't know, I, I, can't, I can't countenance it at all. I just can't understand how it could be, how it could be so. It really is sickening.
Did you did you ever see the footage of uh, the Mexican hospital where the chap had a had a heart attack and uh, on the on the uh, steps of the hospital and the, the security guards closed the doors of the hospital because he was unvaccinated. I saw it. The family are doing the CPR <sighs> on, the, on on the doors. They wouldn't let him in because he was unvaccinated. I mean, is this is this our future? Is this where we're going? We've lost our sense of humanity. Yeah, yeah, we have. Oh man! Over over basically a a cold. Yeah. Well, what, what right. at this point is a cold? Yeah. Yeah. So what we're looking at now is building these communities. So all the doctors and the nurses and the NH staff that are, are getting sacked. Yeah. We build our own community. We've got to build our own healthcare system. There has to be an alternative system. If they're not going to treat treat yeah. us, unvaccinated people, maybe the unvaccinated doctors and nurses that have been sacked, we can build a community. We'll pay them to treat us. We can... Um, if it's a bartering system, you know, carpenters, like electricians, everyone else, if we can, if we can build these communities. But um, I, if they do sack these doctors and nurses, we can, we can find a place for them, can't we? Well, I, I hope so. I, I hope yeah. so. And going back to what we're talking about, this young man, and it, it, it hits close to home for me being a disabled person. I'm 32 sure. years old. I'm a father of, I've got two children here myself, you know, Um. And it's it 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 beggars belief. I it, I can't reconcile it in my brain as to how this man could be uh, any less worthy. Well, it, and it is about worthiness. Um, and it, it and it just speaks to it speaks to like I said how much we've lost our humanity as a society. I mean, present company excluded, of course. Um, and and let's not draw lines ourselves between the vax and the unvax because that makes us just as bad as them right that makes us just as bad as them yeah and they want vision, right oh yeah they, they oh believe me they want us to fall into those lines as well let's not do it let's not fall into that trap um but i i just i i I look at human beings as human beings and I always say on Twitter, I put it out pretty much every day, in fact, that I don't care what your treatment status is, your jab status, whatever. I don't even want to know because it's none of my fucking business. Is it any of your fucking business what medications I take? Look, here's some of my muscle relaxants. Hey, there you go. Right? Here's some of my tramadol. Hey, there you go. Right? Did you need to know that? No, you fucking didn't. It's my business, but... Oh, it does my it does my head in. It does my head in how people think they are fucking entitled, entitled to not only know what medications you're on, but then start treating you differently because of it. Mm. It's this. It's this. Remember the AIDS scare? You, who remembers the AIDS scare? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I shouldn't even be old enough to, and I'm not old enough to remember the AIDS scare, but I've read enough about it to know about it, right? And this is that all over again. This yeah. is that all over again. This is the. The demonization of those with AIDS all over again. History just fucking repeats itself over and over again because society is forgetful, society yep. is stupid, and society is dumbed down by the idiot box on the wall. Mm -hmm. Indeed it does. Indeed it is. Hey, last thing on the list. And this is why I didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> last thing on the list. Um, Sweden. 
the uh, health department there has stated that they will not be vaxxing children between the age of 5 and 11 as the benefits do not outweigh the risks. Oh, that. Uh, uh, they are they are following the science. Yes, the real science. Yes, they are following the science. Uh, I, I would say that they probably uh, the the same should should probably looking at it uh, and, and as a layman reading the studies, they should probably have come to the same conclusion for the for the uh, you know the seven to twelves and yeah. the twelve to eighteens. But at least they've gone. Well, okay. this is five to elevens. In Sweden. Well, right? well, yeah, yeah, five to eleven. But but, but, in, in, but in the UK, they're just about to authorise five to elevens to be vaccinated. Well, well, they're about to authorise the rollout to quote unquote vulnerable yeah, age. But we all know that it's only a, a difference of a, a week. Between... And it's a matter of time. Yeah. yeah, it's only a matter of time before that vulnerable rollout becomes just fuck it give it to all of them because that's yeah. what they keep doing well yeah and and uh well both my children are child... in that age range and believe me yeah here's my swab yeah so um fauci wants babies at six months to get the shots yeah he probably does and do you... come and try and do my children come on i think in america <laughs> if, in america a child from zero to two has something like 182 vaccinations before they're two years old. It's ridiculous. I mean, obviously, I might be wrong, but it is a. I think it that does a, seem a little high, John. It, it, it does it seem high. It's it, it a horrendous number, though. I remember thinking that's a, a horrendous number. That's, that's a bit high, yeah. Yes, it seems a, a bit high. Let me check that. I'm probably... Yeah, you, you, come on, source that information. Yeah, yeah. We 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 don't we we don't There's want to. Be... I've got oh I've, oh I've got something wrong. You you've definitely got something wrong there, John. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, John. Give me a second. I'm giving you a second. I've given you. Shall I? Shall I start twiddling? Shall I? Musical interlude. Yeah. Goodbye. Do your old seven hundred days old, isn't it? So when he's saying that they've got 200 or jabs, that's mm -hmm. uh... no, no, fuck it. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. I, I will need to come back. To you on this one. Come on, John. I'll come back to you on it because it's. Uh... Yeah, I'll I'll come back with the real figure. I think it might be up to the age of eighteen. So. Um... Okay, that's a bit two, isn't it? I was going to say there's a big bit of a difference yes, between two yeah, and eighteen, okay. Johnny boy. Okay. Come on, I was, the, I was, what's his name was right. No. I'm going for the drama. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, I think that's that. What else have we got in the chat? Uh, I don't. Uh, so let's let's give the floor to our esteemed our uh, our, our panelist extraordinaire, 
and, uh, and talk about yourself. Let people know who you are and why you speak out, why you do what you do, uh, why your Twitter account is the size it is, and the like. Um, what, the, what the hell? Um, stay safe. Sing happy birthday. Wash your hands. Follow the, the... No, no, that's not the message, is it? What is the message? Don't comply. Live your lives. Life is short. It's no dress rehearsal. Do your thing. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Well, you know... I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just living day by day. How do I get through this shit? Because the world has gone absolutely batsuit crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you resonate with a lot of people. And a lot of people listen to you. Um, And it's not just that. You spend about... 18 hours a day running Twitter spaces, um, live conversations. Uh, You're always on one. Every time I log on Twitter, there's a space. There you are hosting a space. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So what I do is I I start a Twitter space Mm -hmm. with my Charlotte and Maximus. We do that. I'll have a couple of them. I'm asleep within an hour. And I've fallen asleep with this. It's like you guys falling asleep right now and this podcast still running. So I fall asleep with the thing still running. And then I wake up in the morning and think, oh, dear, that's been on for eight hours. But it's impressive. What you're seeing is you think that I'm putting all this effort in. I haven't. I've done one hour and I'm just like... I'm catching flies. Uh, I, I, I will say this. Whenever I come into them, it's usually Charlotte and Maximus speaking and you are just silent. That, yeah, that, that, right. that is... Because of that. <laughs> Which got me through the scandemic. Do you remember to mute so they don't hear you snoring? No. Well, Charlotte's fallen asleep a couple of times and not been on mute. And I... <laughs> not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, this, um, you know, Boris Johnson said that, and it's like, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. I'm ashamed, and uh, it is what it is. So you're saying, oh, you, you, you do these spaces for hours and hours and end. I don't. I'm, I'm unconscious. <laughs> so you're giving away all your secrets. Maybe maybe honest. we should try that, Ben. Maybe we should just start the stream and then fall asleep. Just to, just just to turn the camera away. Yeah. I, I could have lied and said then I do a nine hour I do a nine hour Twitter space and yes, I'm running this room. No, I don't. Half an hour to an hour and then I'm I'm out so of the game. What you are trying to tell us is that it's an absolute fucking miracle that we've still got you awake at an hour and 45 minutes into the show uh, pretty much yeah but I've been listening and I've learned a lot and uh, you guys are doing a grand job well, and we, we do like to have fun I like that yes oh. Well, the thing is, you can't take everything too seriously, can you? Because at, at the end of the day, if we were just doom and gloom all of the time, um, I think I'd have probably thrown myself off that car park by now. So I do like to have fun. I do like to take the piss. And uh, I found a very, usually very drunk Scottish man who happens to be my kindred spirit. 
So, you know, I actually I, met him. We I went to France and we drove around in that van, and we did a show live from it. And it was it was. We uh, did. I I was Susan. Do you, do you do you know about me being Susan? No, are you across oh. No, I just had to use a woman called Susan's QR code to get in places in France. And I was Barry. <laughs> so whenever the they sca- No, huh? Huh? The moustache would have been a problem. No, yeah. So no, no, on, it wasn't. On, on the Wednesday morning, <laughs> on the Wednesday morning, a guy scanned it. So I was just using a screenshot, right? And a guy scanned it and he looked me up and down and he's looking at his thing and he's looking me up and down. And then he gets his mate to come over and points at me, points at me, and he gets his mate to scan it. And then he's looking at it going, Women can have beards. And then he just goes, Okay. I think Nicholas got <laughs> and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did i tell you how i got into france so obviously you have to be double treated to get into france right and so well, you don't I, have I, I, to be I, well you you don't have to be but there's only very certain circumstances where you're, you're allowed in if you're not and i was more than willing to be turned back so i was quite happy to to not get in hold on she's Sorry. dying it's covid yeah <laughs> Oh, sorry. So I rocked up to Eurotunnel at six o'clock on a Sunday morning, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm pretty much shaking, wondering if I'm getting through this. And this was only in October, just passed. One very long ago, right? And so I rock up to Eurotunnel, and she looks at us through the window, and we're like, hi. And she just goes, "This is this is this is the rigorous checking that they did, right?" She goes, "Are you all double jabbed?" And we just went, "Yeah, yeah." And she went, "Enjoy your holiday." <laughs> on you go. <laughs> on you go. I love it's theater. That. It's theater. Uh-oh. It's all fucking theater. It's fret. It's theater. It's, and if you don't go out and test these things yourself, you don't discover it. And it it is. It's all. Th- I'm not so sure it's theater on a plane. If you try and get on a plane, they're probably absolute fucking Nazis. But if, yeah, but if you, if, see, I I don't understand the whole plane thing because. It's like you got to be double vaccinated to get on a plane to America, right? Yeah. But they don't even check if you're coming in by land or sea. No, they don't. And they, they don't check it. But that's the same, but that was the same sort of principle, wasn't it? For me driving to France. Yeah. I drove yeah. to France and the checks were non-existent. But if I'd flown to France, it would have I wouldn't have in fact a friend of mine, uh a, a Someone I actually had on the uh, on the show, a guy calls himself Barnhill Media, on uh, on, on Twitter. He 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 tried to go via Euro uh, Eurostar, so you know, getting on the passenger yeah. train, um, and uh, got held by French police in a room at St Pancras. <laughs> Although the French police did say something to him that was great. <laughs> they did. The French the French police officer said to him. Uh, you are doing the right thing. Uh, do not get the vaccine. <laughs> but don't try and get on the train again. <laughs> but don't try and get on the train again because we cannot let you. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, um, I meant to say I was round and saw Barry on Monday. Oh, so, so to, to get Annabelle up to speed, Barry and Min are two English people that live in the region of France that John's in, um, who are essentially bedwetters. But yeah. but John likes them. 
Uh, and uh, well, I used got... to. I used to. <laughs> you used to. But they got their boosters, uh, and John, you can take it from here. Well, they got their boosters, and they were both immediately sick with COVID. Um, same so day. Same, same day. Same day. Yeah. No. <laughs> but caught, caught COVID the same day they got their boosters. How unfortunate was that? The the odds. The, the odds. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, and and. You know, she she even said maybe it's an adverse reaction to the vaccine, but now she just says no, no, it was COVID. Um, but anyway, I saw Barry the other day, and I thought, yeah. oh, he um he doesn't look right, okay. So he he just this is it's quite hard to explain, but is it a grey tinge? Yeah, 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 kind of greyish tinge, and he's got that kind of you know that kind of. When when old men start to look like old women, when their face goes all kind of lumpy yep. and yep. cellulite, yes, I do. He started to look like that, and I thought that's not that's weird. And that's only in the That'll space of what two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Three weeks, yeah. So what you're telling me is when when you leave France, uh, Barry and Min are fucked. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You've tried though, John. You oh, have I tried. I have tried. I have tried. I know. I mean, I mean. Re remember, I told you Barry was not going to get the booster. He'd had <sighs> his two jabs and they still couldn't travel. So he says, oh, "Fuck it, I'm not getting the booster now." And then he's had it now, isn't he's he? He's had it. Yeah. Yeah, he's had it. Oh, I need the booster to run my business. No, you fucking don't. You run no, a you B and B. Don't. You run a B and B. <laughs> it's not like it's a fucking, you know. 300 bed hotel he's got three rooms <laughs> and the thing is they're English right so they only watch English TV so they follow all the English restrictions instead they of do, the French yeah. ones in France yeah. they, they isolate to English times and follow yeah, English yeah. restrictions so I've been in contact with someone with Covid so we're going to isolate for 10 days and it's like that's not even a thing in France <laughs> How how are you friends with these people? How can you how can you even have any? Well, you've got a limited repertoire here. You know, the, they do tend to be of a certain age, and they do tend to be, you know, there's, there's actually quite a lot of English people here. In fact, the village that I'm staying in just now is called Sharenders because there's so many English people in it. I know, but John, what I'm saying to you is, how can you? How can you be in contact with people like Barry? Well, they, he was actually all right. See, when I first met him, he was okay. He, yeah, he, before they... Yeah, before, yeah, no. well, yeah, but, he, you know, I met him way back in, what, May or something like that, and they were okay. Yeah, but Annabelle, I thought you was okay. Then you gave me COVID. Yeah, well, it's, you know... <laughs> yes, you, yes, you, so are <laughs> <I'm> the <laughs> I think you're... See, now... Nothing, nada. Not chocolates, not, I don't know, a bottle of wine, nothing. I gave you COVID, you didn't give me anything back. Well, what do you want from me, woman? I don't know, just, I don't know, just uh, tit for tat. Validation. I've given you <laughs> I didn't give you COVID, mate. Don't, don't spread that rumour about. I haven't given one single person COVID. Well, you gave it to me. I was asymptomatic Did you for have COVID? week. Did you have COVID when you met him? I've never had COVID. Oh, you've never had it? 
She told me she did. Well, you don't know, do you? Because you've never tested. So you may have had I've it. Cold. I've never had a cold for three years. Well, uh, neither have I. Uh, so you're telling me you believe in asymptomatic spread? No, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not telling you anything. (laughs) What I am saying, though, is that Public Health England say that 98% of people in the UK will have been exposed to COVID and and have antibodies to it by now. So why the fuck are we doing any kind of restrictions anywhere? Exactly. And who was was the... um... It was a virologist that said, actually, if this was a real thing, Ben, John, me, we we would have all had this stuff, this thing uh-huh. six times over. We probably have had this thing 16, six times over. Why would you have it six times over? Uh, because the, the way that they, they looked at the uh, numbers and the spread, that actually two years down the line, we, we all, if it's so as... Contagious, as I say it is. Right. We would have had this six times. Well, we've definitely, probably, we've probably had it several times over, all of us. Uh, And not even noticed. Well, yeah. We we basically, we're all super, we're superhuman. We've got superpowers. They should write fucking comic books about us. Did I just yeah. give a did I just give a black power salute there? <laughs> oh jeez, my hand gestures are getting worse. I don't know what to do. Um, uh, <laughs> he's, he's doing it again. He's, it's proof he's part of the Masonic Lodge. He's a Mason. He's a Mason. I'm not a no. I'm not a Mason. I'm not a Mason. <laughs> are you are you doing a Masonic hand sign there, Annabelle? Oh no, for fuck's oh, sake! Oh my god. <laughs> That's it. We're sunk now. You better get this off YouTube straight away. <laughs> I tell you, I could tell you where he is, Wes, but I can't. I well, without naming anybody, the, someone that used to call us all Masons on Twitter was arrested in November, oh. had all of his tech seized, and uh, is on bail conditions that he can't harass people on the internet anymore. Lovely. That is that good. Is that our fate? Is that what's going to happen to us, Ben? Are we going to get arrested and told we can't harass people on the internet anymore? Uh, perhaps, perhaps. But the thing is, John. Yeah. They don't know where we are. Well, true, true. I use a VPN. They think I'm in fucking Poland right now. They think I'm in France. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle. You're in Essex, right? I am in Essex. In You're supposed Edinburgh. to say no! No! Uh, no, I'm in Poland right there now. There you go! They <laughs> 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 can't catch me. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Pardon Emma me. says, without naming names, is that true? Slash excellent. Yes, that is 100% true. That's why he has not been active since November. Uh, he was arrested at the end of November and all of his tech was seized by the Metropolitan Police. And uh, part of his bail con- conditions is no social media. What was he doing? Was he annoying? Uh, you? Well, he was. It's not because of me that this happened. It's because right. of somebody else. But oh, right, okay. It's not because of me that this happened. But um, basically, he was harassing a whole bunch of people on the internet, including myself. Yes, I mean, oh, I mean, I he, this guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if his mate Angie Bird knows about this, Charlotte. Yeah, I remember this guy. 
but yes, this this guy he was arrested by the Met Police in November because of harassment against somebody else, not me. Um, but he's, you know, you, you you continually harass people and send them thousands of tweets on a daily uh, daily basis, start prying into their personal families and stuff like that. Then this is what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, quite right. I, well, th well, this is it. At some point, you know, it's time to back off and leave people the hell alone. Well, um, and Charlotte's been a victim of yeah, it. Yeah, well, so have I, you know. Yeah. With me, it was 3,000 tweets in two days. <laughs> Bloody hell. Right. How the fuck do you do 3,000 tweets in two well, days? I, I swear to God, he must have had some kind of bot set up. Yeah. It it's, 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 it's inhuman what this guy does and the amount <laughs> this guy does. It's right. inhuman. <laughs> Um, so, earlier who was making comments on uh, on on here so wesley uh charlotte yourself myself we, we've all been victims right yeah uh, many of us have and there are many more as well and that's that's the sad sad thing and do you know what mm -hmm. this is right so let's talk about this this idea for a minute right this sort of person this sort of person has done all of they all that they can to discredit absolutely anybody who gets any kind of voice within this movement, right? And then says that that that, that these people are bad people, this, that, and the other. And and yet, when you look into it and you look at it objectively, surely the issue is the person that's doing all they can to try and divide us. And. I've always found that sort of person that throws those allegations the most suspicious because they are doing everything they can to divide us, to make us fight one another, to make us infight. And uh, all the while we're infighting, our eyes are off the prize, so to speak. We are not directed at the people we should be directed at. Uh, we're directed at one another. So we really should not listen to that bullshit. Right? I don't think half of what... I, I I just I don't believe what 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 this person says about other people. I you know uh, we we've got we've got a friend called a a, a a mutual friend I believe called Cheryl who was really really devastatingly um, attacked by this guy. I know her personally, you know, and I know she's not the things that that, that was claimed to be. And it's it's just you look at the motives of these people and these people are doing all they can to sow division between us and make us fight one another. We're not chucking allegations at anybody. We're just saying to everybody, think for your fucking selves, people. Here's some information. Look at it and think for yourself. That's Oof. it. Yep. That's it. Right. The bells. The bells. The bells. I hear the bells are calling. The bells are tolling, John. Yeah, that's 11 o'clock here. Bong. I'm tired. Oh, no. That's oh, really late, son. Huh? That's what? That's really late. <laughs> oh, my. That is really, really late. Oh, oh fuck off. Here we go. Let's not listen to <laughs> fat bastard out of Austin Powers, maybe. <laughs> wait. Anyway, two hours. That's, um... I think a reasonable time for the show. I think we've done well. Indeed. The conversation has flowed. We must thank you incredibly much, Annabelle, I'll for jumping in at short now. notice. Thank you so much for that. 
Namaste. Enjoyed it. Love you guys so much. Well, I've I've wanted to have a conversation with you for ages now. Uh, I mean, we've had several in person, but uh, but no, I've I've wanted to have this conversation with you for a while, and it's great that you came <laughs> on this show because this is the show where we laugh. We do like to laugh on this show, um, and so yeah, thank you, our esteemed panelist, the wonderful, the beautiful, the 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 uh, the uh, the learned <laughs> Annabelle for being our panelists this evening um uh, i'm seeing in the chat charlotte is uh wanting you to hurry up so you can start a space with her so uh she's a bugger she's a little <laughs> that's all right well, you, all you need to just fire up and then you can have a quick nap which well, 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 <laughs> charlotte might be a candidate for this show as well yeah yeah she yes, might be a... she's which? nuts she she's mad she, i love her it's She'd be welcome. She'd be welcome. She'd be yeah. welcome. This is it. She'd be welcome. I know we've just. I know me, you, and John have just booked her without even asking her. But yeah. Well, I'm her manager. So I. I. Yeah. Yeah. I sort out all my bookings and stuff. Like that. Yeah. So uh, okay. tell people before we let you go. Tell people where they can find you and your words on the interwebs. Where can find my word? Where can people find you? Where can they find you on social media? Right, so it's sugar daddy. No, no, I don't. Not sugar tits. Oh, for fuck's sake! (laughs) (laughs) Deep fried, deep fried Mars balls are us. Fried, I do like a fried Morris. Butter. I've never had a deep fried. Pretty good. They are pretty good. Oh, Have you they, had one? Like, mm. Really the good. Did you one? The local fish and chips up here does them for ninety nine p. And you talk about Scotland, <laughs> and you're doing deep fried Mars bars in England. Oh yeah, too right. Oh, bloody hell, that's sick. I take the and the apple cider vinegar and the vitamin C, but then now and again I'll just think, oh fuck it, I'll take a deep fried Morris bar. Oh. I just. The counterbalance of life. <laughs> right, right, right. It's um, it's um, I'm Annabelle. Um, hello. Hi, Annabelle. Um, nice to meet you. <laughs> no, it's at Annabaru, A A-N-N-A-B-E-R-U. And it's just twaddle. It's just nonsense. It's just a load of rubbish. And what yeah, about it's your twaddle? It's nonsense and it's rubbish but, but, that people listen to. What about your new show? When's that coming out? <laughs> Well, as I said, I'd, what I need to do for to start my show on brand YouTube is get the old earplugs. Oh. Uh, they're somewhere. I need yeah. to find them. Yep. You two weren't any help whatsoever, but they're somewhere around. They're in a drawer. They're they're. Is that girl somewhere. wearing them? No. And then I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, I, I, I'm actually tomorrow. I'm actually getting rid of these. Yeah, and because I'm upgrading to a pair of professional ear monitors that ben, the singers use. Ben's um, headphones. The band is getting too tight because his head is getting slightly bigger every day. <laughs> that's because I'm so fucking beautiful that that's why people come here, John. Ben, you are. Beautiful. I know. Of course you are. I know I am. Of course you are. You I was are. your first fan. She was I'm my first fan. There you go. And then today's oh fan reduced chickens for me. <laughs> I bet you value the chicken women more. 
I mean, she made it cheap. Yeah. I must say, she made it cheap. I'm really, really... Scared. I like the way you laid them all out as well, as if they were dancing, you know? Yeah, I did. I showed John a picture. I was like, look at all these chickens. Got them for a bounty. It looked like a chicken chorus line. So, speaking about us being absolutely skinned, if you think what we do is fun, why not consider becoming a patron of ours? Yeah, we can. we do Patreon for this show. So it's patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. I think I got that right. I think you Patreon. did. Patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. descent. And look, I've now taken the top off. I'm, this is, it's, we're here. I've taken the, I'm, the arms are out. The tattoos are out. There we go. It's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm all here for you. I'm all good. in. Oh, it's getting warmer here. It's actually oh, yeah. warmer tonight than it was during the day. It's now two and for degrees. And for those who subscribe two degrees. here on Patreon, we are going to start doing a, a monthly bonus show in which I have promised the viewers I will wear a button-up shirt and I'll start undoing the top button. You said Just three buttons. No, three buttons if we do oh, a special £50 a month right. tier yeah. and they get yeah, a bonus right. show. Then, then three buttons. Yeah. You'll get three buttons. You'll see a little bit of... <laughs> Sore arm in the chat just said, holy Christ. Yeah, I know. Before that, he said nipples at the ready, and that's that's just that's that's got to be way more than fifty. Now 50 he's asking if, if if now he's asking if they get legs too. He's just asking too much. You see, you give them an inch, you give them an I inch, get, and they take a mile. Well, I give them three buttons. I think that's more than enough. To yeah, be I honest. think so too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tell you what. If anybody was out actually at the protest in the summer, I was wearing nothing but a sleeveless top. Right? I was, I, and it was low cut as well. Low cut, sleeveless, sleeveless top in the summer. But I was considerably fatter than I am now, so there is that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ben. You're welcome. Right, anyway, John. what were you doing? You were telling them about Petra, Patreon I've before you sidetracked into talking about, about your body. That. I've right? done that. I've Lovely. Do you know what? Me and this man have had like seventy shows together. Doesn't um, show, does it? I know it doesn't show. <sighs> no, man, this show is lightning in a bottle. I know she's sparking up now. Look at that. Uh oh. That's how stressed she is. Fucking get get the bags out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What am I sign myself up to? <laughs> hey, I'm putting my heating on. Fuck this. It's getting cold in here. <laughs> He's putting the heating on. Showing his age. <laughs> it's getting cold. <laughs> And you know what? I don't drink. I just take loads of medication. I don't know where I am half the time. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that might have been another reason when you came up to me in the park. I was just completely off my tits on medication. Like, oh, what's going on here? No. Hey, random lady. <laughs> but I hope that this conversation has more than made up for the lack of conversation there. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. See, he is, he, is quite, he is quite sociable once you get to know him. He is. He is very. So so forget the first time I recognised him. and Oh, my God, you're Ben from Twitter. <laughs> um, he, he's been Yes, of course I am. <laughs> How could I be anyone else? <laughs> it's me. It's me. Right. Are you going to shut that show down or not? <laughs> You're going to have to do it. I've had enough. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for attending episode nine of Chasing Descent After Dark with Ben, Annabelle, and myself. It's good night from us. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, wash your hands. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Roll up the carpet from the floor. I don't want to be your prisoner no more. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty. Take away those drums, they're too loud Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd I want liberty without conditions Take away that job, I don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Liberty on my conditions.